Up next, right here on Spreaker, it's your boy, the governor of Minnesota. Sports talk, that is. The big, smooth Vince Wright coming to you live with Sports Done Right. Keep it locked. It's about time you got it right. Up next, it's your boy, the big, smooth Vince Wright. Broadcasting live from the Sportstacular Governor's Mansion. The governor of sports talk, that is. And he's got your ticket to all the latest sports-related news, events, and hot topics. Are you ready to get it right? Sports Done Right. Up next. ready and get over here. Right now? You darn tootin'. Don't you know it's time for the governor's weekly address? Live from the situation room of his lakefront chateau, he's bringing a little color to the voice of Minnesota sports talk and worldwide. His mama calls him Vince, but you can call him governor. 
And by way of executive order, he's serving real sports fans a dose of sports done right. And he's loose! What is going on, everybody? Vince Wright, Sports Governor, coming to you live and direct from the great state of Minnesota. Oh, man. I ain't going to lie to you tonight, man. Another Tuesday night edition of Sports Done Right with the Sports Governor from the great state of Minnesota. Oh, recovering Governor of Minnesota, by the way. Had a little something called the Final Four going on. Yours truly had to go partake. And I'm, you know what? I'm not going to lie. I'm glad I did. I'm going to get into that a little bit later on this podcast here, which is, you know, Minnesota based. But, you know, we have a national scope. We take calls from around the country. We talk about things not only happening here in uh, the great upper Midwest, but, you know, around the country. So I'll give you my thoughts on year one of LeBron with the Lakers. As everybody knows, I... Grew up a Lakers fan since Magic joined the team. Want to say what up to ABM. Angry Black Man joining us. Make sure you follow him on Spreaker.com as well. Doing some great work, some great shows over there. And don't let the moniker fool you. This this brother is one of the nicest guys uh, you could ever meet and talk to. But uh, he's got a lot of, a lot of good thoughts. So make sure you're checking him out as well. He's joined us in the Spreaker.com chat room on uh, Twitter, Big Mike and Eden Prairie, right on time as usual. What up to you, sir? Sure, Big Mike, I have a couple questions for us as well. Um, But basketball-centric show tonight, obviously with the Final Four breaking off here, going to the championship game last night. Um, Congratulations, by the way, to the University of Virginia. Got to give it to him. And also, by the way, a very solid round of applause for the Texas Tech Red Raiders. I'm going to get into just kind of the atmosphere, what I saw, the great job that the, the city of Minneapolis did, the state of Minnesota, once again, stepping up to the plate. Um, hosting uh, another major sporting event and, and people and I, and I always tell them I always tell them you know why do you know why do these things go to Minnesota why do people want to go to Minnesota why are they having a, the Ryder Cup up here why are they having Final Fours up here because we do it right 
we do it right because when you're outside existence to 90% of the rest of the country just thinks of Prince and very, very, very cold weather when you tell them you're from Minnesota. And despite the fact that we're supposedly having another snowstorm come through here, I think starting tomorrow for a couple days, even though it's supposed to be above freezing, so who knows the snow we might actually get. You know, Minnesota, Minneapolis in particular, knows how to do these things right, and that's really what it's all about. Uh, I want to say what up to that ninja. What up to you, sir? Big Melvin in the house as well. Thank you, Melvin, for joining us. Uh, We got some sound from the John Krasinski podcast. Um, Local media in the the building last night for Virginia. Or Virginia's win, I should say, over Texas Tech. Um, Yeah, snowstorms, that ninja snowstorms. What can I tell you, man? Um, I I think it's just going to be more of kind of a a rain, kind of slush thing. Because the temperature is supposed to be like low 40s. But I don't know. I digress. I'm just waiting for the damn warm weather to get here. I hear you. What's up? DJ Knox, SMTS Radio joining us. And by the way, make sure you follow that ninja. He's the host of the Underground Railroad um, joining us here as well. Follow him, Spreaker.com as well, Real Cast Ranger. DJ Knox, always spending on the ones and twos. Um, Appreciate you coming in here. We have Jennifer from St. Cloud listening in, Twittersphere. She's uh, got a question, Gov. Saw you on Twitter down at the Final Four last night. Please give us all the details. I was hoping Texas Tech would win. Um, Let me say this, man. First off, the fan bases were very, very, very cool people. Met great people from both sides. Didn't seem, you know, nobody really talking real nasty trash. There weren't, there weren't like a bunch of drunks running around. I mean, it was just a really, really, really nice atmosphere up here in the Twin Cities, Minneapolis, St. Paul, well, Minneapolis in particular. U.S. Bank Stadium, you know, it amazes me that they they continue to fill these football stadiums for these Final Fours, but, you know, our plan was, because we were up high, and by the way, sitting up high wasn't that bad. I mean, for what we paid. You know, we got tickets on the cheap. And I think what happened was, and by the way, this is Sports Done Right with Vince Wright, the sports governor. Heard on Spreaker.com, XSquadAffiliates.com, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, as well as TuneIn Radio now. Thank you for all your streaming needs. And if you want to listen to the show on demand, you can listen to basically anywhere anytime but it was just it was a real cool atmosphere being up high wasn't that bad it really wasn't i mean you could see um i really no issues and i mean we were up there we were up on the top deck about halfway up and i gotta say it wasn't all that bad now here was our plan our plan was me and my friend that went with me shout out to andrew hayes what's happening youngster we were going to start working our way down with about 10 minutes left in the game. So TV timeout happens right about that time. We jet down, start kind of finding our, our perch, so to speak, to, you know, watch the end of this game. And by the way, phenomenal game. 
know, good players out there. DeAndre Hunter, Ty Jerome for Virginia. Of course, Kyle Guy, most outstanding player in the tournament. After, by the way, getting off to a uh, slow start. Then over on the Texas Tech side, obviously you got Matt Mooney. Davide um, Moretti. Brandon Francis, and just to name a few, but it was just a real cool atmosphere. Now the Gov did have some issues getting in. I'm not, and I'm not going to go after flash seats at all because at first I thought it was their issue, but I, I don't know. So what had happened was um, the person we bought the tickets from initially she only sent over one ticket. And we got that figured out the day before on Sunday. So, you know, on my flash sheets, everything looked good. It said seats two, blah, 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 blah. So we get up to U.S. Bank Stadium last night, start rolling in. And they go, I'm sorry to tell you, Sports Gov, but this is only one ticket. So one of y'all is either not getting it. I said, hold on, hold on, hold on. We already been through this nonsense. I, I, you know, I explained the whole story again. And here was the thing on my flash seats. It said, okay, now listen to me here. Let me get close to the mic. And by the way, it said seats, plural, two, meaning that I had two seats. They were trying to tell me that, okay, you're in section uh, 346, row 14, seat two. And I'm like, no, it says, look, at there's an S on the end. I have two tickets. Long story short here, sports done right fans. I, I, I got to give them props, man. Um, they kind of took me over to what they called resolution or something like that. Um, had a couple guys on some laptops kind of investigating. They told me while I was waiting there to get on the, get StubHub on the phone. Uh, I gotta say, even getting through the StubHub happened very quickly. Got the live person. And just as I got the live person on StubHub, they looked up at me and they said, sir, we're all good. You can hang up with them. We got you. So it took about 25 minutes of some, you know, finagling, but we got in. And it was a great setup. It really, really was. So we'll get into the final four here in Minneapolis. I'll tell you, you know, some stuff happening around town. Uh, the Fan Fest, by the way, at the Minneapolis Convention Center was uh, packed. Uh, we made the mistake of going on a Saturday when it was kind of rainy. And, and, and obviously, I mean, there, there were a ton of fans in town as well. So um, I'll tell you about running into, you may have saw the picture, Mateen Cleez, um, out there doing doing his thing out there at the whole, the Michigan State Hotel. And outside of that, man, like I said, we're going to talk a little bit of LeBron James, uh, whatever you guys want to bring up in the chat room. Um, we got it all going here. So what we're going to do is we're going to take our first quick break when we come back. We're going to get started. Basketball. I'll give you some quick thoughts on the AAF, the Alliance of American Football and their demise. And uh, an old Vikings fans will remember Mr. Reggie Fowler. 
tell you his tie-in there. And outside of that, man, everything's good. Sports done right. Good to be back with you. Again, had to miss the show last week. But we are back another Tuesday night edition. We got some nice music. We're going to talk a little sports. We're going to chill. And then we're going to get on out of here because I ain't going to lie to you, man. It might be a a shorter show because I got to get some rest. I got a couple other things to do tonight. But uh, Gov was out to about 1.30 in the morning last night. And, you know, not really drinking and partying after the games. I got to go to work. I actually, at at my real job, I had meetings with uh, my bosses and some of the partners in this firm that I work at. So, uh, definitely could not be showing up all, you know, kablitzoed there. But just wanted to, you know, get in the mix, see how the fans were reacting. I mean, obviously, this was the first title for both of these teams or, you know, so... Um, for Virginia, obviously, so just wanted to soak it all in, man, because it really was a great, great weekend up here in the Twin Cities. Uh, Minneapolis, state of Minnesota, tourism board, another phenomenal job. So with that, I'm going to get on out of here. We're going to take our first break on Sports Done Right. The podcast is back, your Tuesday night edition, coming to you from the Govs. Situation Room here at the Palatial Governor's Mansion. I am Vince Wright, your sports governor from the great, great state of Minnesota. We'll be right back right after this. Hi, this is Terry Crews, actor, former football player, game show host, father of five, and all-around big dude. I'm also an expert on drama. I know all kinds of drama. There's the good kind that comes with having a house full of kids. There's the bad kind, like season-ending injuries. There's the necessary kind, like having an agent in Hollywood. And there's silly drama, like the drama around my percolating pectorals. And then there's the drama you can skip. Skip the drama that comes with not having your high school diploma or equivalency. Find free adult education classes near you and finish your high school diploma. Visit finishyourdiploma.org. Or text DIPLOMA to 97779. Message and data rates may apply. Reply stop to opt out. That's diploma to 97779. And leave the drama to actors like me. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ed Council. Get your chance to win. Two tickets to the Dungeon Family. Yes, the Dungeon Family. Which Sleepy Cool Greens, Backbone, Organized Noise, Live in Atlanta, April 20th at the Fabulous Fox Theater. Or win two dinner tickets for your choice with a value up to $120. All you need to do is go to xsquadaffiliates.com forward slash contest. Changing listening habits. It's Thursday night, and you're grabbing drinks with some friends. Started off with a pitcher for the table, which quickly becomes two. There's pool. And there's the photo booth. All right, everybody squeeze in. Say cheese. Followed naturally by an order of wings. And another. Can we get some extra ranch sauce? Then there's the ceremonial nightcap. So what are we doing this weekend? And lastly... It's back to the car, which, if you're buzzed,
could be the most expensive night of your life. Getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving, because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council.
Folks are in, and it's official. He's Minnesota's number one sports color commentator. The people got it right, and now it's time for you to get your sports done right. With the governor of Sports Talk, the Honorable Vince Wright. Now, let's get back to the show. All right, what's going on, everybody? Vince Wright, sports governor here. Um, Angry black man. Here we go. All right, caller. Caller, are you there? This is, yes, this is Angry Black Man, go. Hey, what's going on, ABM? How you doing? I'm doing, I'm shocked, man. I was going to let you, uh, Deal with the final four, but I just got this alert on Magic Johnson. I'm in shock, man. I'm I, I'm telling you, man. So uh, let's talk about, ladies and gentlemen, angry black man joining us here. Follow him on Spreaker.com as well. He he hosts a, another phenomenal show um, that you can track down, xsquadaffiliates.com and um, all the other streaming services that X-Squad is on as well. But yeah, ABM, man, I... What are your thoughts on this, bro? I yeah, this is like out of left field all of a sudden. Man, I was scrolling while I was jamming to, to Run DMC, and all of a sudden I got an alert, and I, I literally saw an alert that said some Magic Johnson uh, steps, and that's all I saw because it was just a brief thing. So I clicked on the the link to Twitter, and it says sources say he's going to step down. I see him on NBA TV. Well, he's talking, and what he kind of said was he didn't want to affect him and Jeannie's relationship, but he, I, I turned it down to talk to you, but it seems like there was a power stroke. I just saw something earlier today um, that I didn't click on uh, ESPN that said he hadn't talked to Luke Walton in about three or four weeks. Oh, wow. And I, you know, and I, I said this about a month ago, Gov, on my show, that because of this when the Lakers were still mathematically in the playoffs, but you, you kind of look like they when LeBron came back, they went four and 
10 in the first 14 games, so they're not getting in. Well, we can play the game. They're mathematically alive. And I said, you're going to see more stories about LeBron James and the Lakers every day because people don't know what to do because they're not at least going to have a first or a second round in the playoffs to talk about LeBron and the Lakers. So they're going to be a, a pertinent story, much like the Cowboys are. When they're not good, they're still a top story on First Take or any other, you know, tabloid magazine, you know, sports show every day. But I'm totally shocked, man. This is, it doesn't, it's not, doesn't reach the heights of when he announced he had, uh, HIV, but I am stunned. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I definitely agree with you. Um, and, and I'm sure probably we'll find out a lot more here now in the next few days. But, you know, I, Magic doesn't want to be embarrassed. You know, he's a, a very successful businessman. Everybody knows what he's done post-basketball. And, you know, I mean, he did tell us this, you know, last year himself. He, he did say, hey, if, you know, we're kind of in the same position next year, I'll leave. So um, I definitely shocked that it happened this soon. You know, I thought he'd ride it out. I honestly, ABM, I thought he'd ride it out another year. But, yeah, I don't know, man. It's it's going to be interesting to see what pops out. Maybe there was some power struggles with Genie. Um, you know, maybe some disagreements and, you know, I mean, that's the thing too, you know, they get possibly got to find a new coach, all kinds of stuff going on. And then the whole LeBron kind of scenario as well. Um, let me ask you this before we continue on magic. And again, we got angry black man joining us. What do what did you think of year one with LeBron and the Lakers? Um, and I said this on I said this on my show. When you remember when Magic put this roster together, everybody, almost to a person, whether it was, you know, so-called experts on TV or me and you, people said, but they don't have the shooting that most LeBron teams have had going, even going back to the Heat or even in his first in Cleveland. But Magic specifically said he wanted a team not to try to match Golden State, but a long athletic team that can compete with them. And if you look at the Lakers against Golden State this year. They pretty much shut Steph Curry down, and they were pretty good against the Golden State. The problem was none of us saw them being that bad against everybody else. Now, they were ravaged with injuries, LeBron being the most important. But if you look at what they did to the Warriors, both teams fully rested on Christmas, LeBron going down, uh, Golden State closing that game to two on a Curry three and then blowing the doors off Golden State in Oakland, they matched up well against them. But I think it was a total failure. Neither one of us would have sat here and thought the Lakers wouldn't be in the playoffs. The injuries killed them. And then I think the last straw was the Anthony Davis uh, saga and fiasco. Uh, that probably Lakers thought they had that, and it sounds like New Orleans kind of ran, ran them through the hoops and closed the door on them. And I think that was the final nail in the uh, Lakers' coffin because those young guys mentally didn't focus leading up to the All-Star break, and they obviously didn't come out of it very well after the All-Star break. Yeah, it, you know, as a, a, a Laker fan, and like I said at the start of my show, I've been, you know, Magic Johnson's my favorite player. So, you know, when he, you know, kind of fails at things, I take it a little bit more to heart because I, I really do dig Magic. And, you know, ever since he came on the scene at Michigan State and watching him, you know, even destroy my gophers as a, as a little kid, um, you know, it, it really hurts me that he wasn't able to have more of a positive 
influence there on the you know on the, on the team he loves. But you know, I mean, this isn't the first time we've seen obviously a, a superstar player fail, I guess for lack of a better term, as an exec. So what do you think happens now? Do they bring in kind of the run of the mill GM or president of basketball operations to try and turn this thing around? And also angry black man, who is that? I mean, I know it's early. I know it's kind of breaking, but um, you know, this, this Laker gig all of a sudden doesn't have the same shine that it used to. Yeah. I think it's a couple components. You probably remember this. Let me say this. You're a magic fan going back to, beating your Gophers in the Big Ten in the late 70s, you probably know that the Bulls could have had magic instead we lost a coin flip there and we ended up with David Greenwood. Right, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is funny how history always works, man. You know, yeah. ask, ask the but folks the Lake- in Portland. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, that's, that's the next one after magic. But uh, for the Lakers, man, this is uh, kind of a couple components to this. First, you got the component of all the – uh, media is going to be around magic because you talked about um, him not succeeding at this, him stepping out. We know we don't have many black executives. Uh, MJ is the only o- owner out there in Charlotte. Uh, so that component is big. Uh, I look at it from three agencies approaching. You got to, you, I kind of think you wasted this year with LeBron. Um, and he's still one of the best players, still maybe the best player. He just may not be able to carry a team, you know, through 82 games. Uh, like he, you know, without another vibrant star. So yeah, what does no, this mean for LeBron James' thought? He doesn't have a no trade. He doesn't have an opt-out clause as he put in other contracts. So I can't see him signing up with L.A. for four years thinking Magic would step down after his uh, first year yeah. uh, with the Lakers. So that's another component. I guess you maybe try to go get uh, Jerry West, but it seems like he's entrenched with the Clippers and uh, Balmer and uh, Doc Rivers and their staff they got set up and them trying to land a big free agent to go with their uh, team that kind of has surprised people this year. Uh, David Griffith, the Cavs uh, former GM is out there, but he's been rumored in New Orleans and a couple other places that have openings. So uh, it it is still the Lakers, still a very pristine job uh, based on his past, but it doesn't look very good now the way it is. And you wonder, is Rob Lincoln moved up or what's going on? I guess we'll find out more in, in a couple of days, but if you're a prospective free agent, you felt like, you know, and people criticize magic that uh, he didn't get an interview with Paul George, but it seems like Paul George is really content, uh, wanted to make it uh, work with Russ. And he was very comfortable there after one season, but he got the biggest free agent signing of all time in LeBron James. They just didn't have the success. Um, you know, we thought they might have even in the first year getting to the playoffs, maybe the second round. But I don't know what that holds. I just I would like to be able to sit down with LeBron James for a five minute interview and post it in the paint. Like, did you ever think this would happen when you signed your deal with the Lakers last summer? Because I have to wonder what he's thinking. Oh, I'm, I'm telling you, he gave, up, he gave up control, Gus. He gave up control of what he's always done: two year deals with a one year opt out. He gave that up, mm-hmm. and it made everybody feel comfortable in La La Land because we don't have to worry about LeBron you know, re-upping with us or maybe being able to escape somewhere else. Right. And he gave up that clip so late in his career. So, uh, and I know he has the Hollywood interest stuff he's doing off the court, big time moves he's making. But man, from a basketball standpoint, 
he has to be grabbing a fifth of uh, whatever liquor he has in his cabinet tonight. Uh, yeah, I'm telling you. And by the way, I want to welcome my Minnesota brother from Duluth, Minnesota, two hours north of the Gov. R.C. Ronald Cameron is joining us tonight. What up, Mr. R.C.? Um, let me ask you this, man. When does this thing land on Jeannie Buss's desk? You know, magic's gone. I mean, she's running things now. Her brother's gone. Can't blame it on him anymore. You know, when do uh, folks really take, take a look at her? You hit the nail on the head. I thought about this other day, and I didn't say it on my show yesterday. Uh, but when I talk about it Thursday, I'm going to say, Gov, Gov hit the nail on the head, man. Gov gets the credit. It. When did this come on Jeannie Buss? Because before, it was her brother's ineptness, uh, his decisions everywhere. Uh, we know they gave Kobe kind of a thank you for everything type deal at the end. And Kobe's body broke down, to be fair to Kobe, too. But the Lakers weren't going to be successful. Even if Kobe's body, body didn't break down, you just got more highlights for the Kobe library. So at this point, this falls on her. She picked up Rob Lincoln, who had always been an agent for Kobe, picked up, brought in Magic, and made these changes. She she tied her, you know, wagon to Luke Walton for good or bad. And generally, we know when code new GMs, new ADs, any new uh, executives come in, they if you don't have successful, they go get their man. So I think there may have been a struggle around that. Um, Jeannie made a comment on some interviews a week ago that, uh, you know, she lost trust of people with the reports being put out there. And she was like, you don't feel good when you don't, uh, trust the people you're working with. And then she kind of backtracked on that and said, well, she realized the media just put stuff out about the Lakers and she feels good about her people. When she said that, that kind of gave me pause. But at some point that spotlight has to go on her. It can't be her brother. Rob Palinka, Magic, everybody but Jeannie, uh, you know, she's, they inherited. She may have done the business side, but she hasn't stayed out of the basketball side because the basketball side, the coach, that's all part of the basketball side. And she's kind of merged from what has been her specialty, which is the business side. The Lakers with that ridiculous cable TV package they have in California. Um, so that kind of stuff. But you're right, man. She, the spotlight with what you highlighted, that spotlight it has to be on her at some point. Yeah, and, and, and that's the thing. I mean, obviously, everybody loves Jeannie Buss. I mean, you know, and, and I don't, you know, I mean, she, she, you know, was really good at, at marketing this team. And obviously, when her dad was alive and she had her particular job and stuff. And then she started dating Phil and, you know, it kind of became more kind of the tabloid thing. They're in L.A., all this stuff. You know, I hope it works out. She seems like a lovely uh, lady. But it, that's why I asked the question, ABM, because at some point it's going to come to her. I mean, because like like we were just saying, her brother's gone. Now Magic's gone. Um, the pending Palenka may be gone. We don't really know where he's going to shake out and all this. And then all of a sudden it's just you. And you got to deal with LeBron now. I mean, so all of a sudden this, this premier job is, is starting to look like a, a crap show, man. And... um you know, as, as again, a, a Laker fan, it, it's disturbing. I think now it's disturbing because when, you know, the clip joint becomes the place where the free agents want to wind up, it's the Clippers now, with, uh, ironically, as uh, ABM said, with Jerry West, 
running a tight ship. You know, they seem to have a real plan in place. Uh, Doc Rivers has kind of rejuvenated his career and, and by the way, has done a, a hell of a job coaching um, the Clippers as well. So um, stay tuned, people. It's going to get real interesting in L.A. Um, since I got you on the line, ABM, if you got a moment or two, is I know you had some questions um, about the uh, NCAA, the Final Four up here. So since we got you on the line, man, why don't we just continue that discussion? Um, share with the folks the question and your initial question that you had put out in the chat room a little earlier. Okay, my initial question was uh, the Final Four. With the Super Bowl, we always hear and we see that it's a corporate event. The, the casual, true uh, fans of whatever team's playing the Super Bowl, we don't see. So my question was to you, up in Minneapolis, was it more of a true fan crowd uh, from this perspective of universities, or was it uh, more of a corporate flavor in the crowd in Minneapolis this past weekend for the Final Four? You know, that first off, great question. And the thing is, I think from what I saw, in my honest opinion, I got to say, man, this was a full-fledged fan fest uh, a fan um, dominated, a, a real basketball fan dominated crowd at that game last night. Um, the only dominant sponsor that I kind of saw over and over, and because I do have one in my in my pocket, was Capital One. So when okay. we went to the Fan Fest on Saturday, which was over at the Minneapolis Convention Center. If you were a Capital One card holder, they had complimentary tickets for you as opposed to having to pay, I think it was 10 bucks to get in, whatever it was. But that was really kind of the only dominant sponsor. And then you got in there, you know, there was Coke and some other things. But um, in terms of the game, though, man, it was really just a lot of fans. And even when we, you know, went down, I think, like I said, with about 10 minutes left, me and my friend decided we were going to go down and kind of find our spot to watch the end of the game. And even on that lower level, ABM, I mean, it seemed pretty fan dominated. You know, there weren't like a bunch of dudes in, you know, shirts and ties, you know, and all the the good seats and this and that. So I think it was definitely fan dominated. Okay, that's good to hear. I had uh, some friends go to the women's uh, final four here in Tampa they said the same thing. It was mostly a fan-based uh, crowd as opposed to a corporate type of event. So that's good to hear. Then my other question, we see in these Final Fours, and I always say being a former uh, college basketball player, it's hard to use the shooting where you have depth perception. You have a background. The fans are close to you. It's not a, you know, we play in 10, 15,000-seat arenas across the country in college. And then you play in these massive football stadiums. And I always tell people when I'm watching the game and the shootings, uh, kind of bad across the, you know, spectrum. You have some guys that get hot. But generally you see guys shooting a lot of bricks, a lot of long rebounds. And I attribute it to the playing in these giant football stands. What do you think about that? And we know that's for to sell more tickets, make more right, money. Right. What do you think about that from a, you know, shooting perspective and just the optics of how offense looks in those big domes? You know, because I'm not on well actually I can kind of speak because once we went down and and also here was the thing too at U.S. Bank Stadium where the Vikings play you know on the one side of the stadium it's all glass so they spent over I think two million dollars to get these special you know curtains basically to put up because by the time the game started the sun would have been setting and you know 
causing all kinds of problems. So, you know, that was another problem that they had to deal with. Um, you know, I suppose if you're a player and you, this isn't something where you'd want to play at, but unfortunately now, and let me tell you something too, ABM, it amazes me that they get, you know, over 72,000 last night in for these basketball games in these stadiums and every seat was taken. I mean, you know, we were trying to, you know, scope out some seats down low. Maybe we could sneak down, get a little better. Every seat. Exactly. Thank you. Yes, sir. But, but honestly, man, every seat was taken. And I mean, it, it was, it was packed. It was a lovely sight, man. And, and, and props to both of the fan bases. You know, there weren't no jerks, nobody talking, you know, shit to anybody. Um, no, nobody was belligerent. Nobody was drunk. It was just, it was just a really nice time, man. And, and to have it topped off with the game that we had last night, you know, it was just kind of, you know, the, the, the topping on everything else. But I think, uh, the twin cities, Minneapolis in particular did a really good job. And, and, you know, we have experience up here with, with really big tournaments, you know, we've had two Super Bowls, um, you know, two, three uh, Final Fours, uh, Ryder Cups and golf. You know, we've had golf majors up here. So, um, you know, we know how to do it up here and, and host people because when your identity is snow and cold, you really got to go out of your way to get people to want to come back up here. So, um, yeah, yeah, I think they did a good job, bro. Well, I'll just say this, man. I'll get off the horn, man. appreciate you taking my call. I think for – uh, the final four starting Friday here in Tampa for the women through Saturday with the men, women's championship Sunday, men's last night. It was, and it wasn't the name teams, especially on the men's side that people might have wanted. Duke, me wanting my Carolina Tar Heels or right. my man Mo Cheese there as a North Carolina Tar Heel fan. But the basketball from start of final fours with the women to the end of the men's final yesterday, it might have been one of the greatest weekends of basketball games just in the, uh, excitement and uh, finality of the games coming down to the wire, in my opinion. Right. And, uh, folks, again, this is Sports Done Right. We got Angry Black Man ABM joining us here, uh, Sports Governor Vince Wright from the great state of Minnesota. Let me ask you, because there's been a lot of talk about this. You know, the sports fan always talks about the underdog. Hey, man, you know, we want new blood in this, you know. Yeah, uh, and I'm a Duke fan, but you know, you always hear people, man. Hey, I, I'm sick of Duke or Carolina, Kentucky. Um, you know, the the teams that usually get there. How did you feel about this tournament with the Final Four that we had? I mean, you know, you had the staple with Michigan State, but you know, you had some new teams. For you as a fan, did you like that? Did that work for you? Uh, I loved it. I mean, my Carolina Tar Heels got knocked out. My tournament bracket uh, busted real quick. Uh, but other than that, I, I enjoyed the games. It made you uh, – I mean, once you got to the four teams, people started picking Michigan State based on Tom Izzo, and I think the, the history and the fact they beat Duke. But I really think it was wide open for all four teams to actually win the national title. And sometimes once we have one of those national finals, sometimes the championship game can, can be kind of anticlimactic in years past. Maybe right, not in the last decade prior. There were some times once UNLV, Duke upset UNLV. We knew Kansas wasn't going to beat that Duke team. So they were kind of anticlimactic. I think this uh, this weekend, 
any of those four teams could have been the national champ sitting here national championship last night at midnight. So I think it was exciting. People always look for the star power and what they know. They want the upsets early. Uh, if you have one Cinderella like Viola from Chicago last year, that's great. But they still want the three blue bloods. And most of the general media always pushes sports is better when, you know, teams we know, Yankees are good, the Lakers are good. And in actuality, it's still great basketball and theater, no matter who's playing. It's just a matter how how well the games are played. These games were great down to the wire. Last night, overtime, what else could you ask for, really? I, I totally agree. And I mean, and 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 before I let you get out of here, man, I mean, props to Texas Tech as well, because sitting there in the building, first off on both both sides of the, the ball, both teams, great energy. The fan base has brought it. It was just a lot of, that was the whole reason I wanted to be there. I just wanted to be in the building just to get the vibe and all that stuff. And I did a couple quick kind of pop-up shows before I think my internet dropped last night. So if you want to hear me inside the game last night, actually kind of calling the last couple minutes, uh, go to check us out, Sports Done Right, and you can go hear that on demand. But ABM, let me tell you something, man. That Texas Tech team, when it looked a couple times that Virginia was finally maybe able, was going to just maybe do it and, and put them away, they kept battling back, and, and like you said, man, they, they got it to overtime. And uh, obviously nobody thinks about Texas Tech for basketball. Uh, Chris Beard done a phenomenal job, obviously, Coach of the Year. Um, what are your thoughts on the Texas Tech Red Raiders basketball team and, and their run to get to last night? Man, they were impressive. My uh, former backcourt mate, Chris Lowry's assistant coach at Kansas State, and they split the uh, regular season Big 12 with Texas Tech. So I saw them a lot. I really liked them, but I was really high on Michigan on my bracket. So I picked Michigan. And when they took Michigan apart, the first half was like watching paint dry. I think it was like 22-16 Texas Tech. But in the second half, they just dismantled the Michigan team that, you know, is very disciplined running their sets, much like Texas Tech and Virginia, very good defensively. They dismantled them. And that's when I was like, man, they're going to be a problem. They're going to get to the uh, sweet. They're going to get to the final four, and they're going to be a problem. I thought they would get past Gonzaga, which they did. And last night, like you said, every time Virginia got that eight or ten point lead, which generally with Virginia it's like being down sixteen, uh, they battled back. And late, they, they it was kind of funny. Great defensive team had one defensive lap lapse, which tied the game up. They should have let the guy get the layup instead of coming to help, leaving a open hot shooter for a three. And they still had two shots to win it at the end of regulation. Culver, who will probably be an NBA player, will probably announced before the week is over. Right. And then they had another one before I got now. That's out of bounds. But you can't ask for any more great season. Interested to see uh, how he recruits and if he can keep that thing rolling in the Big 12. Because uh, Kansas had a little crack this year. Uh, they'll be back. But Texas Tech, yeah, he could have yeah. something going down there in Lubbock. He definitely could have something going down there in Lubbock. And Tony Bennett played against him when he was playing for his dad at Wisconsin-Green Bay. He's done it big at Virginia. And this year, they had a, a little bit, a lot more offense than most Virginia teams that have over the past couple years. They've been great defensively. And, uh, you know, they got some breaks to go their way, a couple calls. But you got to be lucky to win six games in a one-and-done type environment. So, uh, congratulations to them. They uphold the ACC flag for <laughs> – you know, for for us ACC fans, but a uh, great tournament, man. Great tournament. Yeah, and you know, I mean, you know, obviously going out 
to the 16 seed last year, having to come on campus and, and, and deal with literally being the laughing stocks of the nation to come back, get their heads right. Tony Bennett, phenomenal coach. Obviously we know his dad and the, and the whole kind of coaching DNA of that family. But I mean, what what he did to get this team right, man, and then to get them through the ACC, the ACC tournament, the NCAA's, and and to you know, quite honestly, when they probably could have folded last night, and you know, could have just oh ho hum, it could have been okay. You know, they they battled, and and then in, in the overtime, you know, I think it was outscored them seventeen to nine, and in the overtime is where they really stepped up. So I mean, props to them, like you said. ABM, before I get you out of here, man, um, you know, you, you've alluded to it. You've played some college ball. So um, I know we have our little code names and stuff here on our shows and, and Spreaker and, and all this stuff. But give the people your government name. Tell them where you played ball and, and you know, just kind of from where you come from high school wise and stuff and how you wound up playing college ball. Hey, I'm laughing as you saying that government name and I'm thinking like we use our our speaker name and show name so much. Right. A lot of times I never call my government name. I'll see it on my email work, but my government name is Tyrone Bell. Uh, came from Evanston, Illinois. Uh, played at, uh, went to Southern Illinois, played there. My uh, decision to go to college came down to Marquette in Southern Illinois, and I chose Southern Illinois because Kevin O'Neill was at Marquette, and he plays a very slow-down style, or he did, you know, where he wants that game 40. The 30s, I went to Southern Illinois, played in uh, three NITs and one NCAA tournament. Uh, my college career ended back in Chicago against uh, Bobby Hurley, Grant Hill, Cherokee Parks, Duke team. And uh, thank you for me to stay around. Uh, Jason Kidd, yeah, never heard of him. Second round, Jason Kidd and LeBron Murray took them out. So I was there to see that on that uh, Sunday after Duke uh, ended my college career. So no, I but- played against as I said, when he was at Wisconsin Green Bay. Okay. So, fun okay. Now, I was just going to say, where'd you go to high school? Uh, Evanston Township High School. Okay. okay. Last two years, they've been in the, uh, this year they played in the Illinois State uh, State Finals and lost. Last year, they finished third in the state. So, uh, nice, been a nice. pretty good, pretty good. And, and go, just a little tip. Uh, I stated and watched for this. Some Somebody joked that it'll be a 30 for 30. But yesterday, I said on my show, that if Virginia wins, they already got the Disney TV movie uh, made. They're just casting uh, Tony Bennett's characters and some of the players' characters because there's going to be a movie about that Virginia team from losing to coming back to winning the title the next year for sure. Yeah, exactly, exactly, man. Well, a ABM, thank you so much, man, for making the show uh, even that much better. Um, before you get out of here, man, tell the folks about your show, um, where they can find you, social media-wise and all that. Uh, Posted in the Paint comes on Monday, 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, we'll be on Thursday, uh, 6 p.m. Uh, Eastern Standard Time. If you like hip-hop, I do a request show where the listeners send in their email me their request. Uh, it's called The Post-Up, Friday, 6 a.m. Eastern Standard Time in the morning on Spreaker. And we also do one in the afternoon. Sometimes there was, those requests run over, so I come back after work and do another hour and a half, two hours based on the request. Uh, all those shows you can catch on Spreaker, on um, Instagram, posting in the paint is my tag. You can find me on Instagram, on Twitter. I am the Doc Bell, 
uh, in the same uh, on Facebook, Doc Bell, or you can search Posted in the Paint. I have a Facebook page where I put up uh, sports articles just to kind of keep you abreast on what's going on in the sports. Try to find articles that are off the main sources like uh, ESPN or uh, Bleach Report. Try to find other sources that we, sometimes we don't see that pertain to, you know, black players, our community, and just some under-the-surface stories that may arise in sports. There you go. There you go. Keep doing what you're doing, man. I'm I'm definitely going to keep listening, everybody. Uh, Check out Posting in the Paint, the music, the the sports, the social topics. Um, This man covers them all. He does it very, very well um, and and very fair. And as you hear, you know, his moniker again, the angry black man, as you can tell, he is probably the farthest thing from the angry black man. But um, you're from Evanston. Actually, I, I got a friend that went to um, Notre Dame High School up there. Okay, yeah, that's a little bit uh, west of me. And then my dad okay. lives on uh, in the west side. My dad lives on, you know where this is at, uh, Jackson and Central, just before you get to the light of Central and Jackson. Right, right, yes. Yep, okay, all right, all right. Yeah, that's the townhouse got built over there. So he's been on the west side pretty much my entire, probably since I was five, so. Uh, my my childhood was split between Evanston suburbs and then the west side of Chicago. <laughs> nice, nice. Now and now you're in Florida, right? You're in Tampa. Yeah, I'm in Tampa, Florida. How, now, real quick, just real quick, how did you get down there, or how did that become the new base of operations for you? Uh, 2000, my job uh, was relocating the division, household finance, our mortgage division. Okay. Uh, I was a manager. And I uh, transferred. I figured I'd do this for a year. And now, what, 20, almost 19 years later, I'm still here. So, Wow, congratulations, homie. Appreciate it. Hey, well, I'm definitely jealous of you in the winter, and, and especially as we got apparently a little bit more snow coming this way. So, um, you know, have a cold one for me down there and enjoy the palm trees and, and the water, man. All right, man. I appreciate you taking my call, Gov, man. I'm a... Uh, a lot of times I catch you on replay because I usually play in the league on Tuesdays. We lost in the semifinals a couple weeks ago, uh, so I'll probably be catching you in the next couple weeks live until my season starts. But I'm always hey, listening, anytime, brother. Anytime, man. I appreciate it, and I am too because, hey, I know we all got lives and stuff, and we can't just listen all the time. So I appreciate that, man, and I am actually doing the same on your shows as well. So uh, we, we will keep uh, helping each other. All right, brother. All right, take it easy, man. Have a good night down there in Florida. All right, thanks, guys. Peace. All right, y'all, the one and only angry black man, ABM, in the house. And again, that is posting in the paint. Make sure you follow him, check out his show. Uh, he's one of the best hosts out there doing it, man. So, again, thank you for calling in, ABM. I appreciate it. And, by the way, call in anytime, 651-968-0124. Again, that is 651-968-0124. That's the ghost line. Certified Southside Bunny Slayer, the one and only Jay Clyde in the house. What up with you, sir? Off of another trip down to Brazil. He's the Brazilian bunny slayer um and by the way is uh, you got a girl now down there don't you and speaking of lovely ladies the one and only shelly b is joining us um i was with the uh 
very alluring avatar. I am Vince Wright, the sports governor. Again, this is Sports Done Right, your favorite Minnesota-based sports podcast. You can catch us on Spreaker.com. Um, we've got what? Tune in Radio, Stitcher, iTunes finally. We're on the big boys, iTunes, and of course, X Squad Radio, X Squad Network as well. So, um, real quick to finish it out. John Krasinski, one of the the better writers at The Athletic, who covers the the Timberwolves up here and the basketball scene up here. I took a little sounder from his podcast, which, by the way, you can also follow on Spreaker. And this kind of alludes to what me and ABM, when he was talking about kind of the vibe here locally. And then I'll just uh, have a couple things, and then we'll have our next break, and then we'll come back and end the show. To see another Final Four in this town, to see a great championship game, and to see it in that stadium. Yeah, it was great um, all the way around. You know, I, I mean, I, you look at what we've been saying on this podcast since we started it is that you know, there is a basketball community here that not only loves the game, but will support it and will get out and show great enthusiasm for it if you give it a reason to. And now I think that in the stadium, there were certainly a lot of transplants or a lot of people that are coming in visiting from from out of town for it and it was a, just a, a great environment but all around town this weekend it was basketball centric and i think people had a really good time and and so uh, i thought you know for a football stadium a basketball court in a football stadium i thought that environment that feel of the game was as good as I've ever seen it. Um, for a, like, you know, you always worry about how it feels in a in an enormous stadium like that. It's not basketball is not conducive to those big arenas. But um, you walked into that place and it was packed last night, and and uh, everyone was jacked up, and you could just feel the energy and the buzz throughout it and then I think the players responded to that I think it you know that championship game was hellacious and and so much fun and so um you know we always look for pats on the back you know when we host these events and things but I think it's deserved this time I thought um U.S. Bank Stadium was terrific I thought the fans you know I spent you know the second half of that game in the Texas Tech pit and it was amazing like it was so much fun um I just think that the whole Did you vibe throw tortillas? was great. I didn't. The, the tt- tortillas were already thrown by the time I got sure. down there, so I'm washing my like hands of that. But uh, yeah, it was it was a blast, man. I had a great time. It was good. So, and and there you have it from John Krasinski's podcast, uh, one of the better basketball writers in the country, in my opinion, uh, writer on the Athletic, which I do recommend. Um, if you if you really like sports and want to follow it without all the ads and pop ups and and without all the the bullshiggity on these websites and everything, um, check out subscribing. You do got to pay, but if you really want some good sports coverage and you just want the sports man, check out the Athletic. Uh, very good website. I use the app daily to to kind of get stories and good ideas for my show. And I, I am, I'm a big fan. Um, I just paid for it all up front for a year and, um, 
off and running. So, again, check out The Athletic. Yeah, Shelly, more snow coming this way, unfortunately. But to um, kind of jump on and, and finish up here on the Final Four, get into this last break. It was just, it was a really great atmosphere, man. The fans showed up from Texas, from Virginia. Now, Michigan State, I knew was going to have a lot of fans because they're in the Big Ten. You know, they, they come up here for football and basketball. And, you know, from the upper peninsula of Michigan, we're really not that far. Not, you know, just, a, you know, not... A, I think it's a hour and 15 minutes, hour and 20 minute flight. If you fly in from Detroit. So, you know, it's, it's real easy to get here from Michigan, but I got to say these Virginia fans and these Texas tech fans, they, they really showed up, man. And they dominated. It was a huge crowd. I was very surprised by the size of the Texas tech contingent. Nice people. Um, I, uh, Saturday we went to the fan fest, me and the first lady, Angie, Wright Had a great time. Uh, we walked past the hotel where we actually had our wedding reception, which turned out was across the street from the Hyatt in downtown Minneapolis, which was the home hotel for the Michigan state Spartans. So we went over there kind of hanging out front. They had the team buses out front. So the crowd was just you know, a little crowd was starting to hang out here. It went inside the lobby, packed. Um, I, I put video up on the Sports Done Right uh, Facebook page and my Twitter account at the Big Smooth One, the number one after the Big Smooth. There again on Twitter at the Big Smooth One, and just it, it was a hell of a sight, man. It really, really was. Virginia, I think, was based down at the Marquette Hotel. Radisson Blue hosted Texas Tech. I mean. This town was on fire. Uh, great concerts over at the Armory. Um, uh, the Jonas Brothers, I think, threw a free show. They had Katy Perry on Sunday night. Um, yeah, man, it, you know, Final Four weekend. And it was just a lot of fun to be in Minneapolis. Um, pretty easy to navigate, get around parking um, for the Fan Fest downtown was good. I actually wound up and parked on the metered street. Um, right outside the stadium, basically about a block and a half away. Uh, it, it was wonderful, man. It really, really was wonderful. So congratulations to the city of Minneapolis, the state of Minnesota. For doing it, doing it right. Honestly, man, it was just a great time to be up here. So come visit the sports governor. Come hang out in the summertime, (laughs) in the fall. This is a great state, and I'm proud to be its sports governor. Again, Vince right here. Again, follow the show on Facebook, Sports Done Right. W-R-I-G-H-T is my last name. You can follow me, like I just said, on Twitter at the Big Smooth one the number one after the Big Smooth. Um, you can also follow us on Instagram, Sports Done Right, yeah, on Instagram. And by the way, like I said before, we are now streaming on Spreaker.com. You can go to XSquadAffiliates.com. You can also go to iTunes for Sports Done Right, Stitcher Radio, and TuneIn Radio as well. Um, so, so happy to finally be on, on a few different uh, 
platforms and outcasts. We will be doing some shows as well in the future on the X Squad Radio Network. So we'll have a couple sports done rights on there as well. Uh, definitely proud of that group and, and what we've been able to do there as well. So let me do this. Going to get into the last break. When I come back, we're going to get into um, my kind of season-ending pending thoughts here in the Timberwolves. The Timberwolves, by the way, getting their butts kicked tonight by Toronto at home. Um, yeah, just a uh, uh, dismal, um, uh, just a dismal, <laughs> dismal year with your Minnesota Timberwolves, man. So, um, I just don't know what to say. All right, we will be right back after these messages, and we're going to wrap it up. Sports done right. Last few minutes of the show. We'll be right back after this. I am Vince Wright, your sports governor. What up, all you boxing fans? This is Vince Wright, the sports governor, and me and Gilbert Batista are the host of Ringside on IE Sports Radio. Make sure you keep it tuned to IE Sports Radio, Spreaker.com for the latest edition of Ringside. All the boxing news you need right here. Keep it tuned. Spreaker.com, IE Sports Radio, your direct feed for all that is sports. This is a podcast. Hey, what's happening, everybody? Vince Wright, the sports governor, chilling with Mr. Cabal himself, Jersey Vern, the chief rocker. Jets, Giants, Rangers, Knicks, Islanders, my main man's got it covered. And plus, he's from New York, y'all. Start spreading the news. I'm leaving. Man, do I love card night. You ready, boys? You got a king? Go, fish dad. Oh, come on. <laughs> this is WWE superstar Titus O'Neil. It only takes a moment to make a moment. Take time to be a dad today. Learn more at 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Hey, what's up, everybody? I am Vince Wright, the sports governor, and you know me from the Sports Done Right show. But when I'm not doing sports done right, I'm in the executive mansion chilling with the Wait a Minute show. That's right, Jelani Lopan. Indeed. Keep it tuned here, y'all. The Wait a Minute Show. My name is Vince Wright, and I approve this message. I thought I told you that we won't stop. I thought I told you that we won't stop. I thought I told you that we won't stop. I thought I told you that we won't stop. I thought I told you that we won't stop. I thought I told you that we won't stop. Uh huh. I thought I told you that we won't stop. I thought I told you that we won't stop. Jesus, the notorious just. Please us with your lyrical thesis. We just chillin', milk 'em, top billin', silkin', pure linen. Me and little seeds, Malibu sea breeze, dawn peas, palm trees, cats named Pablo and milked out Diablo. The williest, bitches be the silliest. The more I smoke, the smaller the silly gets. 
room 112, where the players dwell. It's that small cast and Burp Adele. Inhale, make you feel good like Tony, Tony, Tony. Pick up in your middle like Moni. Yeah. Yeah. She don't know me, but she's setting up to blow me. Yeah. Yeah. Try to style sliding off with a homie. Yeah. Yeah. Escada, Don Gata, player, stays clergy. Game so tight, they call it version.
going on everybody sports done right vince right the sports governor from the gray state and i do mean the gray state of minnesota always repping go for graduate born in chicago but raised in minnesota robbie rob thank you for the the backing tracks here And another one bites the dust by Queen, only you. Bad Boy Remix. All right, man. So let me give you my thoughts here. On the Minnesota Timberwolves, who, by the way, are losing by, what, 30 points, 113 to 83 to Toronto here in Minneapolis tonight. Still over five minutes left in the game. It is all but done that Ryan Saunders apparently will be given the head coaching position here with the Minnesota Timberwolves. You know, I said it once, I'll say it a thousand times again. You know, everybody loves his dad. His dad's Minnesota legend. For those that don't know Flip Saunders, who you may know as a coach for the Timberwolves and Washington Wizards, He's also a pretty good college player at the University of Minnesota. He started his coaching career at uh, a place, uh, what was it, Golden Valley Community College or something, which, by the way, he wound up leading this very small JUCO team to um, a few national championships, and he was off and running. But I'm, and I've been perfectly honest, and I've, you know, this is one of the reasons why I do my show, because when I disagree, I think a lot of people in the local media around here sometimes kind of just go and hide and go under a shell. But I'm not sold on Ryan Saunders getting this job. I think, again, we are at a critical juncture with the Minnesota Timberwolves, the next hire in terms of, of, of coaching, 
GM as well, or you know, president of basketball operations, whatever you want to call it. Um, Glenn Taylor has some very, very critical decisions to make because, you know, to go all these years, you don't make the playoffs. You make the playoffs one, you get Jimmy Butler and, you know, the, the organizations on top of the world. And then Jimmy wants out for whatever reason. I mean, I'm not, not here to rehash who was right, who was wrong. It worked out for him. I mean, he's playing with the Philadelphia 76ers. He's going to the playoffs. So apparently we are not better without Jimmy Butler. And some have argued without the coach that we fired, Tom Thibodeau, who I was never really a big fan of. And again, uh, I, I totally agree with his firing. So how does Glenn Taylor sell this? Glenn Taylor is the owner of the Minnesota Timberwolves, for those that don't know. I don't know. I don't think people have a a horribly positive thought process or review when it comes to the Minnesota Timberwolves. Glenn Taylor has spent money. Glenn Taylor has remodeled Target Center down, downtown Minneapolis. You know, he's put money into the WNBA, which is the team that has actually bought him for, or brought him, excuse me, for championships. But when it comes to him and the Timberwolves, it's always been kind of this up and down relationship. Him and Garnett don't get along. I don't necessarily think it's all his fault with the Garnett situation by any means. But this franchise is at a very, very kind of perilous point here where all of a sudden they can kind of just be this also ran for the next 14 years. So they really got to figure this out. I know Ryan Saunders is well-liked. I know that the players love him. Um, The players want to do well for him. And like I said, regardless of how the Wolves have finished up, it sounds like the job is his. And, and, I'm the first to admit if if Coach Saunders hears this, I hope I'm totally wrong because that means he succeeded. And I have no problem, folks. The sports governor, Vince Wright, has no problem admitting when he was wrong because that means that this team has gotten better. They're making the playoffs. They're, They're doing what they're supposed to do. I'm just not sure if he is the coach at this particular time to get it done. He's going to get a shot, it sounds like. So we go into next season with an open mind. We wish him well. And we will see what this organization does in the offseason. But, you know, can't sugarcoat a disappointing season. Because even without Jimmy Butler, the, the talent that's on this team, and I get it, you know, there's injuries and Derrick Rose got, got you know, hurt again. But, you know, that's where Thibodeau needed to develop some of these bench players. You got to be able to go at least nine, ten deep. You know, nine deep. Um, you got to know what's there. And, you know, this team, five through seven, and that's really been it. So, uh, Timberwolves season's over. Minnesota Wild season's over for the hockey fans out there. Uh, um, Parisi was talking to the press today and he is definitely talking about some changes that need to be made 
he was not happy, obviously, with the way the season ended for the Minnesota Wild. So the Wild, for the first time in, what, six, seven years, are going to be out of the playoffs. Coach Boudreaux is coming back, apparently, so there will be no coaching changes there. And it's going to be a long, long offseason for the Minnesota Wild. They got to figure out some things. My beloved Chicago Blackhawks, again, being born in the shy. When my North Stars left, I became went to the Blackhawks, went back to the, the my second favorite team. and But anyway, the Blackhawks got stuff they got to get figured out. Stay tuned. But we're in the baseball season now, so starting next week, we're going to give you a few more uh, baseball news and notes. Jay Clyde, the bunny hunter, Jay, the Tampa Bay Lightning is winning it all anyway. He and he is probably right. The Tampa Bay Lightning has uh, been really phenomenal this year. Uh, I think they are leading the NHL in points. They are, you know, just on top of their game. And, and matter of fact, matter of, I am pulling up the NHL standings here. The Lightning, 128 points. Damn! 62 and 16. Um, next in the division is the Bruins with 107 points. So they got 21 more points than the second place team. Uh, Maple Leafs right there with 100 points as well. And the Metropolitan, the Capitals with 104 points, defending champs. Islanders with 103 and the Penguins with 100. Let me switch over here to Western Conference. Wild. 37, 36, and 9, 83 points. Look at that. My Blackhawks snuck up on them and technically beat them by a point. But they're out as well with 84 points. Um, Colorado looks like snuck in there with 90. The Predators with 100 points. They lead the Central Division and 170 points, or excuse me, 107 points for the Calgary Flames. Um, out there in the Pacific, followed by the San Jose Sharks with 101. Las Vegas, the miracle run from last year. The the initial, <laughs> amazing how that expansion team went on to the Stanley Cup Finals. But, hey, they are back, by the way. Um, they have 93 points. They're going to be in the playoffs, and they are just as capable as anybody of putting together a little run. So, NHL hockey, that's when you want to watch it, man. The playoffs, if you're not a hockey fan and – you know, you, you don't watch hockey. You're not from Minnesota, which is the state of hockey is the moniker here. NHL playoffs is when you would want to watch it. That's when it gets exciting. You know, the, the way this hockey puck finds the back of a net sometimes is really amazing. So give playoff hockey a chance. That's when you want to watch it on TV. Otherwise, I know it's a hard sport to watch on the tube. But it is what it is. But anyway, folks, I'm going to get on out of here. I want to thank everyone for joining us tonight. Even Jay Clyde, the Brazilian bunny hunter, in our Spreaker.com chat room says it. Playoff hockey is the best. I want to welcome HRAPB. HRAP, we're just ending the show, man. But make sure you check us out on the replay. We had a great call earlier in the show from the angry black man, ABM. Uh, host of Posting in the Paint. Make sure you follow him. I want to thank him for an awesome, awesome call. Um, <laughs> guess who's just started hating the Lakers? Yeah, we uh, we discussed that as well. Magic Johnson again, folks. If you haven't heard, Magic Johnson stepping down today as the Lakers uh, vice president. 
This came totally out of left field from all the reports I'm seeing here and that I was uh, checking in the commercial breaks. And, you know, we'll talk about it a little further here once the news kind of breaks. But, yeah, make sure you are checking out all your uh, sports centers and your however you gather sports. Magic Johnson is out in Lakerland, and this is really, really, really going to get interesting because the clip joint all of a sudden is the desired destination in Los Angeles, California. All right, folks, with that, I am out of here. I am Vince Wright, the sports governor. Thank you for listening to Sports Done Right. And, folks, real quick, my other show that I do with Justin Ekstrom and Matt Geffrey, Manny G, I call him. It's called the North Star Sports Podcast. It's a little bit more hardcore, kind of exclusive Minnesota sports, but um, I'm going to ask you guys, I'm going to send out invitations on Facebook to share that. These guys, you know, got some radio experience. They have both are and have worked in radio. And we got some big things coming. We uh, actually have gotten our first set of press credentials to cover the St. Paul Saints, the minor league baseball team here in town. Uh, They have a phenomenal stadium. Really looking forward to spending some time over there and then getting to know their organization. So, again, that's the North Star Sports Podcast with me, Vince Wright, the sports governor, Justin Ekstrom, and the one and only Matty G. Matt Geffrey. So, folks, with that, I am out of here. You guys have a great night. Again, this is Sports Done Right. You can check us out on Spreaker.com, XSquadAffiliates.com. You can also check us out on iTunes. That's right, the one and only iTunes. We're finally there. You can also check us out on Stitcher Radio as well as TuneIn Radio as well. You guys have a great, great night. Congratulations to the folks, the fine fans, the fine team. Coach Bennett at the University of Virginia. Oh, and by the way, congratulations to Kyle Guy. Um, we, did, we didn't really talk individually about these players here. Uh, Kyle Guy, outstanding, most outstanding player in the tournament. He won that award. Texas Tech, Matt Mooney, um, David Moratti, and Brandon... Francis, some, some, you know, Chris Beard, phenomenal coach, but this one is for the University of Virginia, Minnesota, Minneapolis, you did a great job, it was really, really fun to be able to experience this, I am glad I went to that game last night, it has always been on my sports bucket list, and when the game was in your backyard, and like I said, when Michigan State lost, you know, a lot of their fans put their tickets back up for sale, and the prices came down dramatically. And I, I wish my wife could have been there, but she had some uh, commitments that she had to tend to. So with that being said, um, I, I thank my homie Andrew Hayes, Mr. Iowa Hawkeye, unfortunately. Um, but, you know, with that being said, yeah, 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 I know. But glad my homie could come out and – a hell of a game went into overtime. What more could you ask for back and forth two teams and, you know, Virginia finally answered in the overtime. But again, Texas tech, I mean, you know, you hear that they have nothing to be ashamed of and have nothing to hang their head about. They really don't, man. Their fans were phenomenal. I, um, 
I really hope they can keep it going down there. Again, we need some kind of new faces here in, in college basketball, and if they can kind of start developing a, a nice little program down there in Lubbock, Texas, out there in kind of West Central Texas, good for them. Good for him. So, all right, y'all. Have a great night. This is Vince Wright, the sports governor, coming to you live from the palatial governor's mansion here in the Twin Cities. Be cool. Have a great night. And if you're up here in the Twin Cities, man, I don't know if it's snow or rain or sleet or what's coming, but whatever it is, stay warm, and hopefully it will be out of here soon. We'll talk to you soon. Be cool. Sports done right. And again, you can follow us on Facebook. You can follow Sports Done Right on Instagram. You can follow me on Twitter at the Big Smooth One, the number one after the Big Smooth. And again, I want to thank the one and only Angry Black Man ABM for joining us here. Great, great call. Um, I want to thank everyone for their support. And I can't wait to do it again. So Minnesota, props to you on a job well done. And with that, be cool. Have a good night. And I'm not sure if Tasty Talk Tuesday is going off, but if it is, thank you for listening. We'll be there. To Peace. Done right with your host, the Governor of Minnesota Sports Talk, the Honorable Vince Wright. Check out Sports Done Right every Tuesday night. And when it's over, stay up on all of the breaking sports news and commentary by joining the Sports Done Right Facebook group. Let your voice be heard and join the conversation right now. You finally got it right with sports done right.